my childhood at Belmont in Aqueduct. Let's go. Start of a fresh week, mid-October. Let's go. Um, Super cool to be back. Um, If you're not joining us on YouTube, you should be. There are a lot of signups. I'm looking uh, at LinkedIn, not sure if it's working, don't really care. Um, Couple of things. You guys missed the pink memo. What's up with that? Yeah, I didn't realize it was wear pink day. Sorry. I mean, we should wear it every day of the month of October, I suppose. Lori and I are on the screen. We're we're there, baby. Love that. Love that. Love that. Um, Speaking of pink, we're close to selling out our events on the 27th. Shay, show me. Look at that lineup. What a lineup. Wonderful speakers. Um, It's going to be really fun and interactive. So even though you guys are leading the panel, so to speak, Everybody in that room is going to have a voice. We just did the menu. We did the cocktails. We'll be making uh, stuff with pink grapefruit juice. So, uh, you know, Tito's and and grapefruit, I think, will rue the evening. It should be a really, really wonderful night. A great weekend all the way around. Um, Lori, tell us about your weekend. Oh, lots of stuff. I think uh, a couple of things. One, we did a lot of walking around. We went over to Marco. Um, and saw some of the devastation on Marco, which wasn't terrible compared to what's going on in the North. So I will tell you that there was a lot of gratitude that I was feeling. But what struck me this weekend, so Frankie, as you could see in that picture, um, it was his first time ever on the beach. To clarify, uh, to clarify, Frankie is the dog. Right. <laughs> not, not Mike, not the other guy in the picture. Good, good clarification. Um, and so we've never brought him on the beach. And so since the sand was a little more packed from, from the rain and stuff like that, we thought, let's bring him on. I thought, I just kind of stood there watching him, right? He was kind of a little nervous. He was a little bit afraid. What is this? He was curious. He was sniffing. He was letting the wind blow in his hair. And you know, it made me think as I was watching him, when was the last time I felt that way? doing something, right? That fresh new experience. And I think sometimes, you know, we don't always put ourselves right into those new fresh experiences because we get so comfortable doing what we do and what we know. So it just, I'll probably post about that today, uh, but it just struck me and it was just fun to watch him. Like Mark, I'm sure you're seeing that with the baby, right? Imagine if we could stay that curious and that like just aware of, of these well, So wait a minute, you're going to post something personal? Really? <laughs> oh my gosh. An experience? An something experience. that genuinely happened to you? Um, Shay, what was your weekend like? Uh, we just went and did, it's pumpkin season, obviously with Halloween and, you know, baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my look, gosh, look at getting. Holy smokes. Too precious. Your wife so. should be in theater because she does the best costumes ever. What pumpkin yeah, pack is that? Where is that? Yeah, that, uh, where is that? That's a gorgeous. They didn't have like, those on um, my kids a little. <laughs> yeah, so it's a shop on Palm Beach, right? Stony Clover. It's a it's like a children's you know clothing. It's a clothing store. Oh, cool. And they set up a little pumpkin patch for people to take pictures. Yeah, so like basically oh, every wow. holiday, if you want to call it, they they have there's little cutouts on either side of the store, and they. Dress them up. That's brilliant. 
definitely, definitely a huddler. Uh, Mr. Noodleberg, what was your weekend like? Give us your experience. We had a parents weekend. We had James and Elise come down and join us at the house. So Friday night was uh, some goat foods and some alcohol and some games. And then we spent Saturday here locally at Funky Buddha watching the college games, which, wow, what a college football Saturday it was. And then we ended Saturday night at the uh, Hard Rock Live with Chris Stapleton, which was an unbelievable concert. I knew of Chris Stapleton, knew some of his songs, didn't really know his full body of work, and walked out of the show with four or five new songs that I was just absolutely ecstatic about. So it was a great weekend, great experiences. What I did find out is that um, I'm definitely no longer 23 and going to a concert at nine o'clock and eating Wendy's or eating McDonald's at, you know, one thirty, not the move anymore. So oh, I paid for it yesterday. So. Oh, it's so terrible. I had like heartburn. I was like, what's happening? Today's huddle lesson is do not eat fast food at 1.30. Right. <laughs> right exactly. Love it, love it, love it. it was for, a great me, time. for me, it was an unbelievable weekend celebrating Helen's birthday. Um, we <laughs> totally surprised her. This is the act of being vulnerable uh, Friday night, we went to Timpano. Shout out to Mark Molina. Um, if you have not been to Timpano, it's badass. Ran, a, ran into Mr. Speranza there, um, who I think is following wow. me. Um, he was there with his mother and his grandparents, and they were just lovely people. Got a chance to see them and talk for a little bit, so that was super, super cool. Uh, Saturday night, we surprised Helen. We did this big party, but no occasion would be complete unless you visit our man, Eddie Dykes, who uh, really came oh. to the rescue. We were out at Weston Jewelers and I bought uh, Helen something special. No, it was not that special yet, but uh, it was certainly fun. It was a Wait great- Wait a minute, was there a yet in there? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's wow. super cool. I mean, you know, so my takeaway um, that I wanna share with everybody is the joy of giving for me is better than receiving. I just did this for her and it was so cool to watch and be, I was like a little kid myself. So uh, shout yeah, out. That picture kind of, kind of indicates that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, was, we, yeah. I might hide that one. <laughs> well, I had posted a picture at the end of the night of me eating pizza and Jake goes, you probably shouldn't have posted that. <laughs> I loved it. Are you kidding? That's what made me send you the picture of all the McDonald's on the kitchen. I was like, you were eating pizza last night. I did this. You know? It was great. And then finally, um, yesterday, and this is the power of LinkedIn, Brendan Neef, who's a friend and a client, lives in Houston. Um, he and I had never previously, previously met in person. And yesterday was one of those like, we took it to another level. It's been great. We could have gone on that way, but him and his lady are now friends and we're gonna do more stuff together. And just, it continues to blow my mind, the accessibility we have to OQP. Mark, what is OQP? Only quality people who you surround hey. yourself with. We got 75 more days till the end of the year. Let's wake this shit up and get into some cool conversation.
I would not, I would be remiss if I did not shout out <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't want to wake up. Just let it keep going. Every I, I New York. Tell you one thing that's definitely happening is Green Bay is awful. Yes. <laughs> that's for sure. Exactly. But winning in Lambo, for okay. sure. And so, oh, but there was a post there. There, there was some social media content around that. that I'm not sure if you saw, which was Zach Wilson's dad posted yes. a picture of Zach Wilson <laughs> meeting Aaron Rodgers before the game. And he said, to all the parents out there, embrace your kids' dreams because you just don't know what's possible. We spent all of, of Zach's childhood watching Aaron Rodgers, mimicking his moves, and trying to be just like him. And now he gets the opportunity to compete against him uh, you know, on a Sunday. Super cool stuff. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So that was a good segue to talking about being young and things that are accessible to young people. Um, we've been having dialogue about TikTok. I don't use TikTok. Maybe I should, maybe I should migrate to it. I like sort of believe that I would rather be more dominant in LinkedIn than move to TikTok, but that's probably flawed. But I'm doing research, I'm kind of getting into it. And I come up with a story about this guy, Cabane Lame. Okay, so what's the story? He is um, 22 years old, Senegalese immigrant in Italy, who was making $1,000 a month as a waiter and a factory worker before the pandemic. During the quarantine, he starts making TikTok videos um, from his parents' apartment, changed his name to Kabi Lame, Fast forward two years, he is the number one TikTok influencer in the world, has 150 million followers, and he is on track to make $10 million this year. What is going on? So I, this, is, this is, I think, a, a really cool topic because to me, it's oh, also goes the, kicker, to the word of entrepreneur. He doesn't say a word. Right. He says no words. Yeah, you it's missed all, that there's part. no words yeah. said in it. So like, yeah. and that's why so many people follow him because the content is just him acting things out. And it's funny. It's, it's comedic content. But this to me is the word entrepreneur is so much more different now than ever before, because even as a kid, right, like you were an entrepreneur and that was so different, but that meant like you had a business. That meant you had a team of people. That meant that this was something that was owned by you. Whereas this individual ability to be a content creator and, and have a business around it and be an influencer, if you will, it's just a way different concept. And he said, look, I want to do something that makes me feel good. He started making the videos because it was fun for him. And oh, look what happens when you do something that's true to who you are. Follow what you love and the money will follow. Well, damn, the money followed. I'm really glad you said that because one of the things he was quoted in this Forbes interview was every day I wake up doing what I love. So right. Lori, Lori, are you going to jump in the TikTok now? <laughs> well, wait a minute. Before I, I, I just, I can't help but cracking up. Zenya says, I should do TikTok, but I curse too much. But no words may work. 
That's nice, man. So you're self, you're eliminating the chance of staying in FBOM. I love that. You know, I think, uh, you know, I don't know that what he did would work with somebody who's not that young. I'm just not sure, right, that, oh, I mean, that may be my own right limitation that I'm putting on, but I just think that when you're young, but I would, I will say this as someone who works in the field of helping young people to find their passion and their career pathway and all that. I worry sometimes because that's not the norm for someone to make $10 million, right? Post sure. on TikTok. And sure. so, but what happens is it sets this false expectation for other young people. And that worries me a little bit. But so the point to me goes back to, well, let's look at why he started doing it and why he does it. He didn't do it to make 10 minutes. He didn't know that that was going to be the outcome. He right. did it because it was something that made him feel good. And look at the opportunity that then it brought to him. Everybody else is, that gets into it with the mindset of, well, I just want to make $10 million. They're not going to get there anyway. Right. And even if they do get on their way there, there's going to be so many problems that come along with it. These are the people who are on social media. Look, Bob Menery is a influencer. Bob Menery took himself off of the Internet because he's got so much anxiety and so much mental illness because he doesn't love what he does. He's pushing himself to have to do this, and that creates a lot of illness around it. So Eddie's like, what would the Eddie goes, his overhead is fifty nine ninety nine. It's unbelievable. So I do want to shout out Joy Linsky because Joy, do you think that your the eight girls that were at your house were doing TikTok? Well, there's definitely TikTok dances happening all night. Definitely, and and there's something to this that that's a place where they could go where I'm not. You know, and I think, you know, I think when I invaded Facebook, you were like, what that? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> right. You know, so uh, great topic. Shay is working on a TikTok strategy for the huddle. So um, things change, things move. You got to ask questions. You got to develop. Um, last thing I want to say, and I really want to shout this out. Um, Barry Sliper is here this morning. Barry is the gentleman I asked us to pray for. Friday afternoon, he went to the doctor and got an unbelievable report from the doctor. Best report in a year. Who says prayers don't work? That's right. So, uh, we're praying hard. Keep about. it up. We're uh, looking forward to dinner and all the great things ahead. So moving on, I love these inspiring stories on a Monday. Shay, show me Julius Stewart. So Julia Stewart worked as a waitress at IHOP. Hard work, through hard work, she became president of Applebee's. Applebee's passed her over for the job of CEO, and she left to become the CEO at IHOP who bought Applebee's. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You know, I always, <laughs> always have said, and, and I don't mean that she wanted revenge on them, right? But, but success is the best form of revenge, right? Of showing someone who didn't think you had what it took, right? Showing them that you do by succeeding in this way. I love this, love it. So I was so. hoping you'd go there because when you turn that kind of stuff into fuel, it's very focused, it's very condensed. 
Nobody can understand it or feel it by you, but the conversion of that, I'll show you into an action plan of execution. There's nothing like it. I love looking at stories like that, who people who were underdogs turned it around and said, fuck you, I'll do it myself. Listen, anger, anger, fear, all those things can fuel, right? Success, in my opinion. You want to prove when when someone really tries to tear you down, once you get past the those feelings of, oh, right, the poor me or the fear or all the other things that, that you might experience at first, when you get to that place of I'll show them, watch out. But so th- I, I think this is an interesting story because it's not an entrepreneurial story to where she went and started her own business and said, I'm going to do it myself. In order for her to take over, you know, IHOP, Somebody has to somebody has to make the decision in order for, you know, somebody's got to say, OK, we're going to nod you as the leader. And now we love your ideas. We think you're going to do the right thing. And you grow the business so big that's able to buy the other one in that same realm. Shay, do you have the Jalen Hurts story that I, that I sent to you? Because Jalen Hurts has built a team of women around him. I don't know how many other athletes in the business are managed by a hundred percent female team, but I saw this on LinkedIn this morning, his agent, his director of marketing, both people who are responsible for, for communications and his manager are all females. And what he said was, is look, I believe in surrounding myself with the best. I don't think the best is based on a gender. And if by me doing this, it gets more people talking about it. Great. Then I'm, then I'm all for it. So there's going to be somebody who makes that decision to get that person there, to give her that opportunity. And kudos to them because they're not in the headline. But without that, there is no headline. Yeah, I, mean, I think, first of all, I did not see that. So thanks for calling the audible and, and get, yeah. that's perfect. You talk about a guy who had adversity. He got benched for Tua. Right. He could have sulked, put his tail between his legs and cried, poor me. No, he supported the situation, had confidence in himself that if you keep working, the right things will happen. I'm so happy for him that they're 5-0 and or 6-0. and 6-0 going into the bye week, the only team left. You know, so um, there is a mentality, and today's motivational music speaks to it. Give me Eminem. I'm not afraid. Yeah. Been a ride. I guess I had to go to that place to get to this one. Now some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. I'll get you. You can try and read my lyrics off of this paper before I lay them. But you won't take this thing out these words before I say them. Cause ain't no way I'm gonna let you stop me from causing man. When I say I'm gonna do something, I do it. I don't give a damn what you think. I'm doing this for me. So fuck the world, feed it beans. It's gassed up. If things are stopping me, I'm gonna be what I set out to be. Without a doubt, undoubtedly. And all those who look down on me, I'm tearing down your balcony. No advance of bust, I'm trying to ask him why, how can he? From infinite down to the last relapse album, he's still sitting. Whether he's on salary, paid hourly, until he bows out or he sits his bows out of him. Whichever comes first, for better or worse. He's married to the game, like a fuck you for Christmas. His gift is a curse. Forget the earth, he's got the earth to pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe. I'm not afraid. Everybody, everybody, come take my hand, come take my hand.
Love him. Love him. I think he's still the best the rapper. Goat. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, he's up there for the crusty language in the morning, but seemed very appropriate to me. So, and I, God, I love that you said that, Lori. There is an article out there from him on why he will tell you that he does not think that he is the greatest rapper ever because of his time in uh, re or his time as an addict. And what it did to his music during that time when he wasn't clean. And that's why he continues to rap to today is because he wants to know that he can compete against the best no matter who else is out there. So it's a great article that I read about him that I shared with Jake and Aiden and a couple other people. Just like that mindset of being focused on doing the work and the self-awareness to go, I am who I am. I did what I did, but I'm not going to stop. Because I want to know that I'm able to challenge and stand up against whatever else is out there. Well, I would suggest I would suggest you're fired up this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fact when he says I'm not afraid, right? To, yeah. And I said that earlier that you got to get past that fear sometimes, right? And he talked about in the song standing up for for things, right, and not yep. being afraid to stand up, uh, whether it's for your for, for yourself. Or yep. for something or someone else. Yep. Um, and so I, I always think his words to his songs are really powerful. Part of it is I can understand them um, sure. most of the time. But <laughs> but I do think they're really powerful. And I think you're right, Mark, because he uses his own life experiences to tell the story. Exactly. So so first of all, what, what a great start to a Monday. Love having you around, Lori. You do add, you know, really nice spice. But... I think it's really important for people to recognize that fear is a part of the human emotion. You're not going to do away with fear, recognizing fear and either creating a toolbox, creating a team around you, whatever it is you need to do to overcome that fear and that doubt and that self-limiting stuff. That's the people who really get successful in life and success is not measured in money. Success in all the parts of their life comes from battling that fear. The mind is going to keep tugging at you. So, you know, each of you marking your way as you were climbing the ranks in coaching and there were no other Noodlebergs. Like, yeah. <laughs> nobody walked and talked like you. Lori, for you, being a woman CEO who, you know, great women have this thing like all, the, all of a sudden, you know, you're aggressive and you're called a bitch. No, can't listen to that mindset I'm not afraid of you talking shitty about me because you're really talking about yourself. It's so your funny. Idea. I was working on the book this weekend um, and I went back to the first chapter, which is courage, right? The first C in the book. And I, I actually started writing about that, about that voice in your head that tells you, right? You're afraid you can't do this. What will people say? All those different things that you go through. And I kind of tried to think back a little bit about that. When I finally made that my friend, when I finally said, I'll show you voice in my head right. that I can do it, that was when things shifted for me, right? If you live in that fear, God, you're just stuck in it. You can't get past it. And sometimes it takes a while to get past it. Sometimes it takes someone helping you to get past it. But whatever it, it is. It, it, it also comes from the, the reminder that you've done hard shit before or that you've overcome failure before. I think as soon as you start to fear what could happen with that failure, 
That's why I think people love hiring athletes so much. It's because that's what athletics teaches you is how to deal with failure. You're, whether you're striking out or whether you're losing a game or you're not a starter or whatever it is, athletics ingrains that ability to overcome adversity. And so if you can look back and say, I did, I've done hard, uh, not the same hard thing, nope. but I've done hard things before, I can do this too. And worst case scenarios, I'm going to deal with a failure like I have in the past and I'll find a way through that. That to me is the the one nugget of how you get through it. Yeah, and it's not always easy. It's, no, you know, we, I, I don't want anybody I to think here that this is easy, right? <laughs> that, that is, do it. That, that, let's yeah. go. Let's kick today in the ass. <laughs> I'm not afraid. Let's get down to business. Let's get down to business. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. Friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you